You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Faster driver, we've got a train to catch. You'll make it, Mac, don't worry. <laughs> Relax, Markham. There's really no use in starting off a vacation weekend by worrying about anything. You know, Vance, I still don't believe we're going. I imagine that nobody has ever started a vacation without that immortal line, Markham. <laughs> you're quite certain no murder case came up this morning that you're running out on? Now, you know better than that, Vance. I know you're too good a district attorney to walk out on a crime just to rest, even for a weekend. I'm satisfied we're missing nothing. And I'm equally satisfied that we'll find nothing exciting up at Northville, Vance. It's lumber country, peaceful country, very rarely any trouble. Perhaps you're right. I certainly hope I'm right. Well, there we go, Markham, starting off a vacation weekend with entirely different viewpoints. <laughs> Couple more ought to do it, Johnny. Right, Frank. I'll take it from here. You just stand by. Check. That did it. She's starting to splinter. On the way, everybody. Timber! Yeah, that's that. In an hour, she'll be hauled down to the stream and be on her way to the mill. I'll get down there this afternoon and look things over. Haven't been down there this week. Don't let the boss find that out. Like it's not, he won't like it. Bill Avery? I don't think I care whether he likes it or not. Hey there, you two. Speak of the devil. You can talk to Bill if you like. He makes me sick. Got some checking to do, Bill. I'll get to you later. I'm just as glad Johnny left, Frank. Don't think he likes me. Like as not, he don't. Well, I'm not very worried. I want to talk to you anyhow. Not right now, Bill. I got lumber to look at. Do it later. Anybody wants to know why you're not working, tell him boss wanted to talk to you. I am the boss, remember, Frankie. You never were one to let anyone forget it. Don't it bother you none that I got this here axe in my hand? <laughs> you wouldn't do anything about me, Frankie. You're gonna do something. You'd have done it a couple years ago when I took over this mill. Like as not, you're right. Only don't get no ideas that I forget things. Like the fact that this mill was your dad's till I produced a deed to it after he died? I bought the mill and all this ground in Northville from him just for his death. And you know it. Do I? I'm glad you told me. Hey, 
now. There goes another one. I get a swell feeling when a big one like that gets cut down and crashes. I know what you mean. Like as not, I'd get the same kind of feeling if a big one like you was cut down and crashed, too. Keep knitting, will you? Leave me alone. I want to read the paper. Mill shut down for the day. I don't want to talk about it. I've been meaning to talk to you about something else, William. About Doris. Well, what about her? She called a little while ago to say she was on the way over. Doris is a nice girl, William. You've been seeing her for five years. You should be married to her. Oh, I should, should I? Just like that, huh? Just because you say so. Well, I... Okay, now I'll tell you something. I'm not going to marry her, Ever. And I just assume we didn't discuss it any further. Don't talk to me like that, William. Why not? If it'll make you feel any better, I've taken care of Doris in my will. Taken care of her very nicely for these five years, but I'm not going to... That's probably Doris now. Yeah. Come in. Good evening, Miss Avery. Oh. Hello, Will. Good evening, Doris. Why, hello, Johnny. What'd you bring that brother of yours along for? Bodyguard? Maybe she isn't the one that's going to need one, Bill. Evening, Mrs. Avery. Johnny... I want to talk to you, Bill. Oh, Johnny, you promised me you wouldn't start nothing. You promised, Johnny. Isn't anything I'm starting, sis. Something I'm finishing. Mrs. Avery, would it be putting you out too much if you went upstairs with Doris? Hey, what is this? Hey, it wasn't none of my doing. Well, honest, it wasn't. Johnny just made up his mind to come with me tonight. You know Johnny when he makes up his mind to do something. Come on, Doris. I'll show you the scarf I crocheted. Finished it this morning, and I'm starting on a sweater for you. All right, Miss Avery, I'd love to see it. Maybe you show me that cross stitch. Yes, yeah, Okay, Johnny. What's this all about? It's right simple, Bill. Like you suppose, it's about Doris. You've been seeing her for five years, keeping every other fellow away. When are you going to marry her, Bill? Suppose I tell you I'm not going to marry her. Then I'll tell you that that's something you should have decided four or five years ago. A little late for that kind of thing, I'd say. Well, go ahead. Say it. If you have anything else to say, say that too and get out. I haven't anywhere to go. You haven't, huh? All right, then I have. And right now, a man can't stay in his own house without being hounded to death. Tell my mother and your sister that I've gone out. Sure, sure, I'll tell them. Only you're not going very far, Bill. Fact is, you haven't got very far to go at all from now on. Okay, men, keep those logs from jamming. Roll them and keep them straight. Hey, Mike, take care of that one. It's going down belly side. Keep them moving now. Keep them pointing toward the mill. Morning, Johnny. Hiya, Frank. Just want to straighten out the boys on that timber we cut yesterday. Keep those logs rolling now. Keep them going downstream. What's going on? Oh, nothing much. I thought maybe you'd like to knock over a couple of big ones with me this morning. Brought your axe here in case you did. Okay with me. Come on. There's a big baby just waiting for us yonder. Uh-huh. Glad you brought that axe of mine. I know what I'd really like to do with it. I was over to Bill Avery's house last night. Well, like it's not, I know what you mean. I, Johnny, look. I'm looking. That's Bill Avery. 
Looks like he got caught under this tree just as she was falling. He's dead, Johnny. That tree did it all right. Yeah. Planted right on top of him. Hey, this thing here wasn't no accident, Johnny. No. No, I reckon it wasn't. Only as far as anybody else is concerned, it was an accident, wasn't it, Frankie? Yeah. That's what I thought. Better wake up, Markham. We're almost there. Mm. Hey. Oh, oh, uh, sorry, Vance. Must have dozed. Dozed? <laughs> You've been fast asleep for the past two hours. Fine way to start our weekend vacation. Oh, I don't know. Vacations are for doing things you don't get a chance to do while you're working. Like sleeping. Well, don't tell me this business of being a district attorney keeps you up every night. <laughs> no, Vance. It only seems as if it's every night. Did it stop, Northville? That's what the conductor said. Well, let's go, Markham. Our bag's are at the front door already. I'm ready. Two whole days with nothing to do but play and fish. Oh, it sounds beautiful. I didn't even let the office know where I was going. Neither did I. Well, this is it. This is Northville. I'll hop down and take the bags, Markham. <clears throat> Hand them to me, will you? Here you are. One. Yeah. Two. Right. Well... Nobody else seems to be getting off this train. Good, at least we know we've not been followed. <laughs> <laughs> the only person inside is that old fellow over at the station window, Markham. What's more reasonable, then, that we talk to him? Nothing. Let's do it. We've got to talk to somebody, I suppose. We've got to find our hotel, get those bags moved, get directions to the fishing ground. Uh, hello there. How do you do, sir? Hello, Sonny. Who's your friend? Well, let's say his name is Smith. Well, if that's the way you want it, it's okay with me. What's you wanted for? Horse stealing? <laughs> I, I was, but they dismissed the charge. <laughs> where is everybody? Here I am. What's on your mind? Oh, we'd like to know where our hotel is. What happened, Sonny? Lose your hotel? Dang careless of you. <laughs> oh, brother. Uh, look, my friend, we had a reservation at the Northville Mansion House. Now, how do we get there? Take a cab. And where do we find the cab driver? That's me. That, well, that's fine. Now, can we get the baggage agent to move our bags? Sure. That's me, too. Versatile, aren't you? How do we find the way to the fishing grounds? Get a guide. And that's... Nope, nope. That's my brother. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, where is he? Uh, he's to the funeral. Everybody in town's to the funeral. Bill Avery. Never saw a town so happy a fellow was dead. Owned the mill here, did. Only got it in a swindle. Hires lots of folks from around here. Only he don't pay him hardly nothing. Weren't very well liked, I can tell you that. Everybody disliked him, eh? Yep. What did he die of? Vance. Oh, we're still on vacation, Markham. I didn't mean anything by it. Want to know what he died of, huh? Well, a tree fell on him. Of course, somebody had to cut that tree down, but somehow nobody bothered to figure that out. Well, here goes our vacation. I can see that. <laughs> I think I'll send a notice to the fish around here saying, we're busy, don't bother biting. <laughs> What's that you say, mister? Well, uh... You know... You talk awful funny. You're the type of fellow they call character, ain't you? Oh, no. <laughs> I beg your pardon, is Mrs. A... Well, hello there. Hi. Your baggage agent, cab driver, and also butler for Mrs. Avery? Nope. Just happened to be town sheriff, that's all. Say, mister, you asked a lot of questions at the station a little while back like to know why. Certainly, Sheriff. You see, I'm Philo Vance. Philo Vance? The investigator? That's right. 
Mountain High Moses. I read about you. Come on in. Miss Avery ain't at home, but come on in. Uh, she'll be back soon. Come Thank on, come you. On. Yeah, Miss Avery stayed a little extra while at the funeral. Doris came here to fix her some tea, so it'll be here when she got home. Oh, Doris, come here. Yes, ma'am, I'm coming. You want me about something? Doris, oh. this here is Mr. Philo Vance from the city. How do you do? Hello, Doris. I'm going to wait for Mrs. Avery, but I'd like to talk to you. All right, Mr. Vance. You were engaged to Mr. Avery, weren't you? Well, I guess you couldn't hardly call it that, Mr. Vance. It's something I, I'd like to think, though. You must feel very badly about the accident. No. No, now you come to say that and I come to think of it, I don't feel bad at all. Oh? Can't understand why either, Mr. Vance. Oh, there's Miss Avery now. Someone to see you, Miss Avery, Mr. Philo Vance. Oh, good evening, Mr. Vance. How do you do? Hello, Clem. Hello, Miss Avery. Oh, won't you please sit down, Mr. Vance? Thank you. I'll uh, take your hat and coat, Mrs. Avery. Oh. Your bag and gloves, too, if you like. Oh, no, just my coat, please, Doris. I'll keep my hat and gloves on. I'm going out again soon. Yes, ma'am. I'll take you in the next room with you. Thank you, dear. And now, Mr. Vance, how can I help you? Miss Avery, this Vance here is a private investigator. Oh, I know this isn't any of my business, but I thought that if there were any doubt about your son's death being an accident, perhaps I could be of assistance. Well, excuse me. I'll go get Doris, fix a cup of tea for me. All right, Clem. You're a stranger in Northville, Mr. Vance, yet you've already heard that my son's death might not have been an accident. Yes, I have. Do you feel that it was? No, but I haven't any idea who might have killed him. I've heard the names... Frank Joyce and Johnny Stanley mentioned in that connection. Yes, and I can understand why. Maybe you also heard Doris's name mentioned, Mr. Vance. My son wasn't very good to her while he was alive, even though she is taken care of in his will. Really? But cutting down a tree, could a girl... Do that? I wouldn't know, really. But women in this part of the country are very strong, Mr. Vance, and very active. I'm sorry I can't tell you anything that might help you. I'm sorry, too. But I take it that's a signal for me to go. Oh, if you don't mind. Very well. Goodbye, Mrs. Avery. And if I didn't know better, I might think that you didn't want whoever murdered your son to be caught. I'm not surprised that you say that, Mr. Vance. As a matter of fact, I don't. <laughs> This is District Attorney Markham. The tree trunk murder case opened with the finding of the body of mill owner Bill Avery underneath the trunk of a freshly hewn tree. Vance and I, on vacation in the town of Northville, found, after talking to Avery's mother, that suspects are Frank Joyce, from whose dad Avery is suspected of swindling the mill, Doris Stanley, Avery's girlfriend, and Johnny Stanley, her brother. Vance has decided to interview Johnny Stanley and finds him at work cutting down a tree. It seems the young I got work to do here, Vance. Talking and working don't go too good together. You're very adept with that axe, Mr. Stanley. Why not? I've been handling one since I was 14. It strikes me as being singularly appropriate that a lumberjack with a grievance, such as you had against Bill Avery, would find some sort of poetic justice in making sure he died the way he did. Pinned under a fallen tree. That the way it strikes you? What do you know? Oh, I haven't any proof, Mr. Stanley. 
But I think I'm going to postpone the end of my vacation until I do find some. Uh, sorry. The axe slipped. My foot isn't sorry. Another inch or two and that axe of yours would have done quite a job on it. Yeah, I know. Too bad. Now I gotta take time to clean the dirt off before I go to work on this tree again. Well, take a good look at that axe, if you like. And at my back, Vance. Want to see how the logs are moving downstream. Hmm. Interesting, young man. Vance. Vance, I've been looking for you. Oh, hello, Markham. Well, this is quite a vacation we're having, isn't it? Personally, I prefer our original intention, fishing. This is relatively the same thing. We have a murderer to catch. That's the principal difference. If our bait is right and our technique correct, we'll land him. here a little way with me. I gotta talk to you. I know what about, too, don't I? That's right. It's about Bill's death and those two city fellas who've been buzzing around. You mean Vance? Yeah, he's one of them. Talk to you? A little while ago. Had an idea I knocked over a tree so that it fell on Bill. Uh, he's got an idea everybody around here knocked over that tree. Make a deal with you, Frank. Like as not, I'm going to say okay. Hmm. That's what I want to hear. Look, Frank. Whatever we know about Bill Avery's death, we keep to ourselves. You keep your mouth shut, and I'll do the same. Well? Suits me fine. I never did like strangers butting in the business of us peaceful folks at Northville. <laughs> Somebody's over by the door, Johnny. Yeah, I know, Mrs. Avery. Whoever it is, come on in. Is that Mr. Vance again? Good afternoon, Mrs. Avery. Oh. Hello, Johnny. Good afternoon, Mr. Vance. Vance, what do you want here at the mill? More of your stupid questions, because if you do, I got no time to listen. I got work to do with this saw. Excuse me, Mrs. Avery. Johnny, it isn't stupid questions that I want. I want some intelligent answers. Would you mind turning off that saw? All right. Thank you. Well, let's get this over with. I got work to do. You want me here, Mr. Vance? Very definitely, Mrs. Avery. You can help me a great deal. You see, my investigations find nothing except that a lot of people wanted to see your son dead. Yes, that's probably true. In view of that and the fact that this case has been singularly unproductive of results, 
I wanted both of you to know that Mr. Markham and I are leaving here in the morning. Good. You're leaving Northville tomorrow, Mr. Vance? Yes, I am. That means that if I don't find your son's murderer tonight, that will leave only the sheriff to look for whoever it is. And somehow, I don't believe the sheriff is going to look very hard. I'm playing a long shot, Markham. When we get to the Avery house, I'll know if it worked. As long as I'm in this race somewhere, Vance, perhaps you'll tell me what it is you're betting on. Certainly. I had Dora Stanley call her brother and Frank Joyce over to Mrs. Avery's. I wanted the four of them and the sheriff there when we arrive. And what's the long shot you spoke about? If they're there and things work out the way I plan, I think I can prove to you who murdered Bill Avery. That's what I like about you, Vance. We work side by side in a murder investigation, and you come up with a statement like that. Personally, I haven't found anything yet that points to any one of the suspects. I have. Points rather definitely, too, I'd say. You'll find what I mean when we get to the Avery house. Can I get you something, Mrs. Avery? No, no, thank you, Doris. I'm glad you're starting to feel better. Oh, yes, ma'am, I feel better now. I'm glad you do, Doris, glad you do. Hey, sis, what's this mystery all about? Why did you call me here? I can't tell you. I promise not to. Like as not, that means you promised to call me here, too, and promise not to tell why. Yes, Frank, I did. Well, who'd you promise, sis? I, I can't tell you that. I, I promised that nice Mr. Vance. Vance? Oh, so that's what it is. I thought this was something I could do for Mrs. Avery. Well, that settles it. Come on, Frank. I'm with you, boss. Wait a minute, boys. Have either of you anything to hide from Mr. Vance? That's a mighty sharp question, Miss Avery. Should have thought of that in myself. They got nothing to hide, nothing, that is... Not that we know of. Well, then why not wait? Doris, I believe I will have a glass of water, please. Oh, sure, Miss Avery. And then while we're waiting, would you show me how to make that crochet stitch? You promised. I know I did. I'll show it to you in a few days, Doris. Oh, thank you, ma'am. I'll go get you that water. Look, Johnny, like as not, you're going to stick around here and wait for that Vance, but I'm not. Okay, Frank. If he wants us, let him come get us. Miss Avery? Yes? Tell Vance when he comes that we've got no... Good evening, everyone. Oh. Come in, Markham. Good evening, Mr. Vance. I see that Doris did as I asked her to. I owe her a debt of gratitude. You don't owe me nothing, Mr. Vance. And here's your water, Mrs. Avery. Thank you, dear. Well, those are very fine lace gloves you're wearing, Mrs. Avery. Make them yourself? Yes, I did. They uh, match this collar on the cuffs. Mm, so I notice. Miss Avery's going to show me how to crochet in a couple of days, Mr. Vance. I wouldn't be surprised. Now, you two men, Johnny and Frank, this meeting was arranged for your benefit. We don't need any benefits or anything else from you. Look, Johnny, I don't think I'd talk to Vance like that if I were you. No? Who's going to stop me? Well, if I were you again, I wouldn't try to find out. I don't know what anybody else is going to do, but I'm getting out of here. Please don't go yet, Frank. I want you particularly to be here. Yeah, for what? To hear me tell all of you who murdered William Avery. Maybe I don't want to hear that. Maybe you already know. Mr. Vance, may I ask what we're waiting for? That is, if you do have something to tell us. Of course, Mrs. Avery. Oh, Sheriff. Yep, yep, that's me. Ain't had nobody to arrest in three years, but I'm Sheriff. I'm afraid that record of yours is due to be broken momentarily. Ah, that's what I don't like about strangers. Always starting something new. Oh, thank you, Sheriff. Before I name the murderer of Mr. Avery, I'd like to say that Johnny here and Frank and Doris all had motives for killing him. What if we did? What does that prove? Nothing. I also would like to look at Mrs. Avery's glove, if she doesn't mind. Why the glove, Vance? What'll that tell you? Nothing, actually, Markham. It will merely convince me. Please, Mrs. Avery. You want to see my glove? Which one? Either of them will do. Well, I have a pair just like these in this drawer. Please, Mrs. Avery, I want to see the glove that you're wearing. Very well. Here you are. Thank you. Markham, would you look at Mrs. Avery's hand? The back of the hand is very interesting, isn't it? 
Hmm. Yes. Yes, strong hand, Vance. Yes, it is. Now I want you to see the palm of Mrs. Avery's hand. Look at it, Markham. Look at it, everybody. Blisters. Yes, blisters. And the blisters got there when Mrs. Avery wielded the axe to fell a tree on top of her son so his death would look accidental. You killed him, didn't you, Mrs. Avery? Yes. Yes, I did. But I had good reason. He was hurting everyone he knew. He was mean. He was dishonest. But I still wouldn't have done it if I hadn't found that he wanted to have me put away in a mental institution. I would have died there. I'm not crazy. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not crazy. No, Mrs. Avery, I'm sure you're not. Now I know all of you have resented Mr. Markham's and my presence in Northville. You felt that you can best run your own lives without interference. That's right, Vance. We did feel that way. Very well. I leave you with an officer of the law, your own sheriff, and a confessed murderer, Mrs. Avery. I'm sure you'll see to it that justice, whatever it may be, is served. Come on, Markham. We're due back in the city in the morning. Now that we're on our way home, how did you know Mrs. Avery committed the murder? Well, every time I saw Mrs. Avery, she was wearing gloves. No matter what the occasion or lack of occasion, she wore gloves. She had also promised to show Doris how to crochet, but she postponed the instructions. Why? Well, because her hands were blistered from the axe, just as you said. (laughs) And how simple it all sounds now. Mighty strong woman she was to be able to cut down a big tree, Vance. Yes, that's true. She did have strong hands. Too bad she tried to take the law into them. Well, Markham, our vacation is ended. Yes, it is, Vance. And so is the tree trunk murder case. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.